Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. I have lots of thoughts to share with you today, so I'm so glad you're here with me. It is a wonderful fall day. No matter where you're listening to this, there are trees that are changing colors, and it's very inspiring to see what kind of palette greets me every morning when I walk outside into this new world that I've landed in. I had the most interesting conversation yesterday with another creative person who I've just been introduced to, and she had recently decided to do a a big switch because this past year she was supposed to be traveling across the world, and now, of course, that's not possible. So she decided instead to kind of resume a childhood path of being a a bit of a nomad, which I I very much appreciate myself having been uh, pretty much a nomad most of my young growing up years. And she went to an auction, bought a used ambulance. Yeah, ambulance. It's a red. I, I saw pictures of it. And she's transitioning it to be a camper. And I thought, what a brilliant thing. And so she can have the life that she had been planning on for this year, but instead going across the United States. And I found it so interesting because as I was speaking with her, we related very much as I had made this move outside of the city into a a place where I have lots of trees and nature and uh, birds and all sorts of new animals that I didn't know even existed. And I came across this idea that it was a fellow renegade that I was meeting, and it was very heartwarming to my soul. And I was thinking about this creative journey right now and these thoughts about bravery. And in that land of bravery, I, I was thinking about also fantasy. And I was having a moment where I was realizing that other colleagues or people I was being introduced to were mentioning to me the idea that, oh, that was so bold a move you made to move outside of New York City and you know go to the middle of nowhere. I don't even have a grocery store in this town. Um, <laughs> there's, no more, there's no more delivery groceries anymore, you guys. And and it was funny because I, I didn't say anything. I, I just listened. But in reality, for me, it was not so brave. And it didn't feel very brave at all. It was rather uh, more a path of saving my own soul. And I was speaking to another friend who is on sort of this journey of what is this mean right now for us as creatives. And I found it more that what seems to be brave on the outside to other people is often feels inside not so brave. And it's more kind of like looking for a a life jacket and wondering if it's going to work and or if it's going to suffocate you and or if the material is actually waterproof or does it even float and has it ever been used and you're staring at a life jacket and it appears to be very old so who knows what century it came from but in that there is this freedom and I know I mentioned it before but it's really been on my mind because I know for years I myself have fallen into the trap of fantasy 
versus the reality of doing. And it can be as simple as that, that there is this idea of the fantasy of dreams that is very seductive. It's very interesting. And you can be a very interesting person because you have beautiful fantasies. And not that there's anything wrong with fantasy. I'm, I know as a, as a writer and, and, and making music that so much of time is empty space. But there is a moment that that is a trap. And there is a different idea of bravery that ends up being really gritty. And it's not particularly very sexy. One second. Sorry, we have somebody at the door. We're going to go answer the door. It's my wood being delivered. We're going to pause. So that's always exciting when there's an unexpected interruption. That was the wonderful gentleman who is bringing me cords of wood so I can stay warm this winter. So that's always exciting. And in the land of this idea of fantasy and being brave and the true grit of what it means to let go of that fantasy that I know myself have held on to for years as a beautiful place because when you're able to live in the fantasy of who you are or the fantasy of what you're doing, it separates you from the real grit and unknowing and the dirtiness of sitting down and forcing the mind to focus and forcing the being to sit in a chair or to pause and and block out everything that is surrounding us. It was interesting to me, I am teaching a class and one of the students messaged me and had said, why is this so hard? And I didn't respond and I don't plan on responding because in a moment, we all have to come to terms with that of why is this so hard? And it's a really peculiar actual question when you think about it, that if the perception is that it will be hard, it most likely will be hard. But if you think that, you know, I'm going to learn something new, then that will be new. So I was asked by one of my team, they said, will you please start doing a podcast. And I said, um, okay. I had no idea what I would say or why I would do such a thing, but I thought, okay, I'm speaking with somebody who seems like they have a good instinct and I'm going to follow that. So is it gritty and unknown? Of course. And is that brave? Perhaps, but really it's back to this idea that the true work is more along the lines of something that I've been reading about in a book by Dorothea Brand called Wake Up and Live. And it is this idea of work or die, which seems dramatic when it is pronounced out loud, but intuitively it really hones in on the fact that The only real existence that can be predictable is if I sit down and I write out the lyrics or when I sit down and I practice piano or when I sit down and I stare at a blank page of paper with one of my pens. And that 
is predictable because I am doing an activity and then that becomes a, a place of, of ground. And even though it seems like such a drastic statement, write or die or work or die, you realize that that is really the only saving grace, particularly right now, because looking for a solution or uh, 